Welcome to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, where we discuss topics, upcoming events, news, and predictions with real estate professionals and entrepreneurs. Listen and learn what makes their companies and themselves stand out and gain advantages over the competition and gain market share. Subscribe for the latest news and discussion on what it takes to stand out from the crowd. Now, here's your host, Jim. Hey everybody, this is Jim Troth and of course Laura Troth, the office goddess. Hi everyone. For the Standing Out in Ohio podcast, the July 1st is coming up very, very soon. And yes. And what is important about that date? It's a home inspector licensing takes effect. Yes. So they're actually going to start enforcing it. Been like three years in the process, but what we're going to share with you is a lot of things, a lot of information that's pertinent to the, you know, the licensing and what a Real estate agents Real estate need to do. Real estate agents need to do because we did get a lot of phone calls today. People asking about it because right because they, they don't know they, they weren't told very very well in advance. So anyway, right. that's what we'll be talking about. But first, let's listen to this. Habitation investigation is the way to go for a home inspection in Ohio. Trusted licensed home inspectors for your needs from radon to mold to warranties. For a great home inspection, you really can't go wrong. Visit home inspections in Ohio.com. All right, Laura. So Inspector Licensing, July 1st, yes. starting up. What do agents need to know? So the very first thing is in terms of scheduling, there needs to be some type of a signature that the sellers have given them that says it's okay for buyers to come in, for buyers' families to come in, and for inspectors and assistants to come into their house during this process. Those needs signed. Um, most people that we have talked to are going to do it during their initial packet. When they, the, the listing the, the listing L- packet when they do okay. all of that. So they're going to do that then. Um, we do have one that I'm planning on tweaking for our purposes and sending just in case, you know, it's like a for sale by owner or something like that. So we still have that that proof. Okay. Plus if they have that paper, it has been recommended by the state that the listing agent send that to us so that home inspection companies can keep a copy of that for their records also. Because the state's putting the burden of that responsibility to make certain that the seller knows who's gonna be in the house. They're placing it upon the listing agent yeah. largely, which is you know as a result of licensing like government Entity take control. They they're going to tell you how to do things. So, the listing agents have to get approval. Yes. Because home inspectors, radon technicians, termites, we do not have access to the seller sellers information. So we cannot get that. So that's going to have to be the listing agent who takes care of that, and maybe pass it on to the buyer's agent so we get it. Well, and actually, there's part of the law that I was reading. And it doesn't say that home inspection companies need to schedule and get approval. It says that the agents need to get approval and let us know that it's been approved and send us confirmation. Yes. However, I'm still planning on using showing time and doing what we've been doing. If we find out that's not correct, 
you know, we can cross that bridge when we come to it. I don't know why they would all of a sudden change that just from one day to here. Now, all of a sudden, agents have to do all their own scheduling. Yeah. Kind of doesn't make sense to me. I'll say that showing, showing time, that is something to set up for the agent for right. that purpose and just help coordinate everything. So that makes sense that it will continue to be used. I would hope so. Okay. So that's that part of it. So then once it's scheduled with us and we've gotten all of that stuff out of the way, what buyer's agents needs to know is that we cannot go out and do that inspection unless the agreement is signed. So once they get an email from us, as soon as the appointment is scheduled, they need to sign that agreement immediately because if it comes up eight o'clock monday morning and the agreement's not signed we cannot go correct yeah because why would a home inspector drive an hour to a location and then have to just sit there because the buyer never signed the agreement because we cannot start the no we can't we can't even get and do the exterior anymore we have to have that completely signed to do anything so the big takeaway from that is you need to make certain your buyer has that agreement signed the day before the inspection, at least the day before. Yeah. Especially if, if it's early in the morning. If it's 5 yeah. o'clock in the afternoon, all right, you may have that morning. You may have a little time, done, but, but uh, for the most part, make sure it's signed immediately it as soon as they get that email from us. So that's that part. Okay. So then the next part becomes reports. And the state has said that there has to be specific information on the report. So if you get a report and this isn't on it, you need to go back to that inspector and go, listen, I need this information. It has to have their license number, the expiration date of their license, the date of the inspection, and the address of the inspection, which all of ours already have. That all that stuff seems pretty standard. That's that that's all on there, but I don't know if um all companies do that. I know that we do and we have for a while, but We've been having our, well, the, the inspector name, the address, the date. Right. That's always been on there. And we've added our li- our inspector's license number and their expiration date. A while back. A couple back. months we, we've <laughs> yeah. had that on. So we found out that was potentially come right. with that on. So then the next thing about the law is that an agent can either give no names or if they're giving any names out of a home inspection company to their clients, it has to be three. Oh, the recommended the recommend if they're like saying, okay, here are some companies that you can call, you can look them up on the internet or whatever. It's either none or three. That's another one to take away from that. Then, yeah, I, I, I if an agent doesn't give anybody anybody, I I would kind of wonder how long they're in the business, right? Because they don't know anybody that does home inspections, but. But here's another thing. The law does not ask you have to give the name of three home inspectors. Right. It doesn't say three home inspection companies. No, it does not. It just says three home inspectors. So you could technically give, you know, in All, our case, three home inspectors. Three guys like from David, Habitation. Chris, and Marlon. You're yeah. all good. Give three home inspectors all from Habitation Investigation. <laughs> right. Just the way it happened. But I don't, that's probably not the intent of the law. But that's how it is working. A lot of companies are set up as single man operations, yes, which, that li- is true. which limits their capacity to get things done quickly for anybody. Right. Limits their resources if something happens. So, if I was an agent, I would always recommend a company that had been around for a while. Been, been around definitely has a system set up, and they have multiple inspectors to help take care of things quickly. Right. Doesn't mean a single guy would do a bad job. He may not always be available to, to help you out. 
Now, there's one other thing that I was thinking of that we should also point out. Um, we've had a lot of people asking us about doing a walkthrough with clients without any, you know, like oh, written reports like a, or anything a like and, that. Kind of like a walk and talk. Walk and talk inspection. You just, you go with a buyer before they make the offer and you just walk around looking and go, yeah, I, I don't see any big issues here or I, I see, see this. here. Yeah. Little things like that. So, so according to the state, that and, and is. And you talked to the attorney on this. It, and it was, it came from the attorney on this. That is not a good idea for any home inspection company because it does not limit the liability that the home inspection company has. So if we do a walk and talk, it is as if we went through and did a three hour home inspection in terms of liability. Because the, I remember, I remember that it was an email. The state says they do not recognize different levels of inspections. Of inspection. It's your, and a home inspection is all these areas you would right. have to say, hey, I did the inspection. All these things are excluded. And there's not a real good reason for them being excluded, such as, hey, it was completely blocked off. Right. The state may not see a good reason for you. Why did you not open up that electrical panel? It wasn't blocked. It wasn't part of my walk and talk. And they're, and they're not going to recognize that. No, they won't. So just as a heads up that most companies will probably let that go the wayside after July 1st. I know a lot of companies are not doing them. Right. Because, well, other states, well, they're not doing them because it's not... It's, it's not, not a high client's quality. best interest. Yeah, it's not in the best interest to do that. It's better than waiving the home inspection, which if somebody does waive the inspection, I recommend that they hire us to come do an inspection on that house. Right after they take possession of it, it's their house. Anything we find then is it's there, but at least they know what, what to focus on and get it fixed. And then they would have all of our warranties that would... Uh, right. Go if anytime we did a home inspection. We're actually doing one of those Thursday. She's taking possession Thursday morning, and we're coming out Thursday afternoon. That's and a smart lady. Starting the inspection at two, so definitely give us a call. We will be happy to work anybody in that's just taken possession. Yep. So in our our paperwork, does it already that we send out? It says we may have somebody who's with us, like a trainee. Is it, right? it is, and so the email that I have that goes out to the listing agent says that the clients may be attending with us um, in addition to the inspector and a trainee. So we may have several people there. And if it's okay, you know, we'll just take it as okay. But if there's a problem, then you need to let us know so that we can make arrangements or you can talk to the yes. buyer's agent and you guys can work a lot of that out because once again, we don't have the contact have, information for the seller. Correct. So it's still it's still dependent upon the list agent. It's their right. responsibility to get that okay. We're in, in fact our little email notification to that list agent is probably a reminder. Hey, you need to you need to make certain this is okay. Um, maybe we should develop a system where the agent just replies back, and go yes, this is okay. I check, checks a box, I approved, or this was approved. Anyway, there, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a system in there that we can make. I bet that we, we, we can work we, that we, Yeah, up. so if I get that one paperwork set up, we might be able to try and do that then. Yes, we can do that. So anything else regarding the licensing other than starting Starting July, July 1st. 1st. Yes. yes. Nope, that's it. That's I it. think we hit everything. No, we had some agents wanting the list of all of our inspectors that are licensed. So Is that really thought, needed? Is that really needed? Or just, I, I, we're not going to send anybody who's not licensed to do a home inspection. They're all going to be licensed. Well, my thought was I'm just going to go ahead and put it in our email that goes out for both the buyers and the listing agent. And that way they've got them. You're just going to send a list of all of our 
all of our inspectors. inspectors and all of their license. And it'll just be in there. It could be one of these inspectors. Here's their license and here's the expiration Because sometimes we have date. to switch inspectors in case somebody's right, sick. Right, so that way they'll delayed. just all be in there. They're delayed because the first house was a piece of work. It was taking longer than it needed or travel Traffic distance. is getting traffic busier. Traffic, so... That's the way of getting around because it may not always be exactly the same person unless, right. unless the buyer requests that specific And then uh, we try inspector, very hard. Then we try. So, yeah, I, I'll just do all of them in the email, and that way we won't have to worry about it. And then whoever yep. goes out will obviously have that license. Well, that, that's why we can get inspections done within 48 hours Yep. quite often, sometimes the same day because we have inspectors. Multiple and inspectors. Capacity. So, anyway, I think that's it. I think it is, too. All right. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Standing Out in Ohio podcast. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Google Podcasts to get new, fresh episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit the website of the best Ohio home inspection company at homeinspectionsinohio.com or jimtroff.com. That's J-I-M-T-R-O-T-H, and click on podcast. Until next time, learn and go do stuff. Mm-hmm.